put me through a really hard workout. Right. Um, and uh, two days ago, and I can still, I feel like I can barely walk down the stairs because <laughs> he really focused on my thighs. But what I really want, I want my butt back. I used to have a cute, like juicy little butt, you know? And, and then ever since having a child, it's sort of, my butt is sort of flattened out into my thighs. What do what can I do? What do I do? I think, you know, and I'm not like a, a butt expert, but yeah. I've actually, you know, it's so funny because I've really, I've recently become self-conscious of my butt as well. Really? <laughs> oh, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out as soon weird, as you get but, up to go to the bathroom. But I, you know, I just started uh, doing more like squats, more free squats. And I do these like one-legged squats off a, off a bench. And there's a couple of machines at the gym that I use to focus on my butt. He was having me do, he was having me do squat, like like these squats but all i feel now is extreme thigh like yeah thigh burn we've you know we've talked about workouts a lot because he comes in with a new workout like every week he's got I know. this crazy he extreme loves workout to, he loves to talk about workouts he's got he's got workout add believe you me yeah we but... talk a lot about his workouts <laughs> yeah. but what do yeah. i do squats that's, yeah that's what and you Dead... know it's funny because my wife has a little fitness studio and, oh yeah uh, they do lots and lots and lots of squats yeah and like deadlift what no, do no, I no. do? Just like free squats with your own body weight. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because that's what he, he was having me do these split squat things yeah. where I jump. Yeah. And all I feel I is thigh burn. A lot of that stuff, the explosive movements would be, I think, more functional. They're more of a functional movement. And they'll, yeah, they, I think, uh, take away a little bit if you're just focusing on a certain muscle. Dave Bautista recommends explosive just, squats. Yeah, no, well, not, no, I think get away from it. I think you keep the tension on the muscle and be focused on the muscle. I think the explosive stuff would be more like a functional type training. You know, a lot of what they're doing for CrossFit now is a lot of explosive training. Okay. Yeah. I don't quite know what that means. Yeah, but... me either. I'm just kind of talking about <laughs> stuff I overheard. I like the idea of functional. I'm just no, but I just want, like, I just, for aesthetic purposes, I mm. just want I just want a cute, that cute little, little round butt back. Yeah. But for guys, what's, okay, would you say, what, for, is it nutrition 80? I've heard nutrition is 80% mm-hmm. and then... A working out exercise is twenty percent. Is that is that pretty much the ratio? Um, I would no, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't you know, divide it like that. I think that's a little bit you know yeah because uh, a lot of the stuff. I mean, uh, I think a, I wouldn't say it's fifty fifty, but I think depending on what you're going after, what you're trying to maintain, or what you're trying to obtain. If you're just looking to look good, be lean, not yeah. really have as much mass, but if you're just trying to be a, a lean, uh, maybe you know less body fat, right. s- muscles, but you don't want to look huge right right what do you recommend um yeah a good uh, a good diet you know I, yeah. I believe everything in moderation though you know i don't right. believe in like extreme diets where you're just eating all you know like all protein all protein diets and vegetables like that's a little extreme for me um but i think basically i mean it's kind of a common sense thing yeah. man. you don't load yourself up on crispy cream i've really right. found good results uh, with a gluten-free diet Okay. Oh really? And, yeah, and I don't eat red meat, and I don't eat pork really? anymore. Yeah, and I used yeah. to, you know, I used to be a pretty massive human being. You, I, yeah. You, well, you Chris was telling me <laughs> when you were a bodybuilder, you were you were four hundred pounds or I was, so. I was up to about three hundred seventy pounds. Wow. And uh, but I, you know, I had a lot a hard time, believe it or not, getting my weight under two hundred and eighty pounds. Uh, well, you you have solid. Bone structure. Yeah. Well, this for guardians. So th- for this guardians, because the first one I didn't really even train to look a certain way. For this one, I, uh, to be honest with you, I did. I wanted to focus on looking better because it was my makeup process is, is so much better. 
Right. Uh, didn't hide, like I could get away with a lot more in the first one <laughs> because it covered a lot of me. And this one I actually wanted, uh, I put a little effort in to look bigger and look better for So dear, dear listeners, we have uh, Dave Batista here in Atlanta who is, mm-hmm. um, who's, I'm saying your last name right. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. People call me Anna a lot, which yeah. is fine because it's my parents' fault. Uh, but it's Anna, <laughs> but I hate correcting people. But um, but uh, yeah, so we're here in Atlanta. Dave has generously agreed to come over to um, this uh, weird house out in the country that we're that we're that <laughs> right. We're, that we're living. Well, we're shooting. Well, Chris, not weird. I'm nothing to do with this. But Chris is shooting um, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy too. too, and and Dave is plays Drax, Drax. the Destroyer, yeah. and you were so brilliant in the I, you know what you know the first movie and i told chris this is not just because he's a buddy but right. he, it is probably already in my all-time top five movies oh, it's awesome. an awesome yeah. movie I, I agree i i really fell in love with the movie not you know just completely removing myself from it it's just 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 you know it's a great story about you know people who aren't perfect or aliens who yeah. aren't perfect and yeah. they just come together for the greater good and they all you know find this bond and uh you know i think it's a good thing man. and the it's other inspiring. day when I came to set, uh, sorry, Dave, I did not mean to cut you off. No, no, I do that no. all the time. No, you time. didn't. You're going to no. be so annoyed. <laughs> oh, we can cuss on the show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in fact, I, I do have a favor to ask uh, of you later I'm on. Just yeah. Start cussing. Good, good, good. Because I, I have a special favor to ask okay. you later. But, um, but when I was I was watching that scene mm-hmm. where you guys, um, there's the five of you guys together. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris and Zoe and Karen and uh, and Rocket and you, um, and you were the only one who asked the crucial question, which was like, "You guys are all supposed to be looking at something specific," mm. and you were the and I can't give anything away, but you were the only one who asked, like, "Do we have a point where we're all actually looking?" Mm-hmm. Which is a crucial question, right. and uh, I was just I don't know. That's that was. It sounds like a minor detail, right. but I was impressed that of it's, your level of professionalism and thoughtfulness yeah. towards well, something you. that no one else, including my sweet husband, had thought. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a weird. You know, what the tricky part for me is because now we are, uh, without giving away too much, uh, I feel like uh, uh, our sets aren't as elaborate on this one. So we don't have actually something to focus on, something to look at. There's, you have, it seems like we're using our imagination a lot more on this one. Yeah. Uh, because of the studio. You know, we were in the big studio in, in London on the first one. We had the big elaborate sets. Uh, so it's, it's very different with this one. I think it's because of the nature of the film. But yeah, those are kind of the questions. It's weird. I've just picked up that stuff kind of along, along the way. The no, but that's really smart because it clearly it, it takes yeah. years for people to sometimes think about okay as a coll- we're a group right. looking at something specific we, so we're not all looking look- in five different directions <laughs> <laughs> right um do you like this set better i mean i know um, that there's like some pretty high-tech cameras it's, just, it's weird it's, it's different you know it's just very different i don't i don't yeah, it's definitely a different feeling i think that energy is different and i don't mean that in a bad way but it seemed like we were always surrounded by a lot more people on the first one right so there's kind of i think there's kind of you know there's pluses and minuses of yeah. both the way we did both but the, the main thing is that we're all together again and well, we all have great mm-hmm. chemistry man it's true uh, chris you know this is his third back-to-back movie that mm-hmm. he's done and I know, you know, and he barely had a weekend off, if even that. And um, 
he was so he's been so happy to be back with you guys. Yeah. I think he had great experiences on the other two, right. but he has had a different. I mean, he loves James. Yeah. He loves all of you guys. I think in revisiting, getting to revisit this character that taps into his you know comedic ability and everything mm. is really um it's it's been really fun for yeah. you know to for me to see like he's 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 just excited to it's, be yeah it's awesome and i think it also it kind of you know it all trickles down i think yeah. it all starts from the top man we got you know we got good a good team you know even yeah. starting up with kevin feige yeah but mm-hmm. james um in particular being our leader I mean, he's such a fun dude, and he really—it's a really cool thing because him, he and Chris really—they just mesh well together. They get mm-hmm. each other, and I think Chris knows that James really has confidence in him, and he'll mm-hmm. kind of let him do just kind of whatever he mm-hmm. wants because it's usually magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that makes Chris feel good that he knows James believes in him. Yeah. You know? Um, okay, so now I want to start by reading one of your quotes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you nervous? Yes. <laughs> Um, and because the, because, and I wanted, we wanted to do this because the stories of Hollywood's success are, they range so much. Yeah. I mean, cause, because there's no ladder like other industries. Right. Um, so here's a, I, we, I wanted to ask you a, a couple of things about this. This is a quote from you. I'm a poor kid from the streets. Mm-hmm. What I've been able to achieve has really just been through hard work and not letting anyone tell me I couldn't do something. I always try to encourage people to just pursue your dreams, mm. which is amazing. Yeah. And you make me cry. <laughs> it really, it's, it's inspiring, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. yeah. thank you. And uh, so I wanted to ask you a little bit about what kept you going um, during like tough times when maybe you didn't believe in yourself. I think. Uh, This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You know, I, I think it's a, a lot of different things. I think is, you know, if you get to the real root of it, it's just kind of a, almost a sense of desperation. You know, I just, I'm so, I'm so afraid of, I'm not afraid to fail as much as I am afraid of wasting my life. Like I just mm-hmm. want to make something out of my life. And I think, uh, you know, it kind of goes for anything. I think a lot of, I've been really fortunate at WWE. I owe this really to the WWE because they made me, they let me see the world. You know, when you get out there and you see the world, you see how, what it has to offer. And then all of a sudden, your community, your neighborhood, your city, state, whatever, it just it doesn't seem so big anymore. It how just, how do you how did you get involved with WWE? Like what? Like, do you, <laughs> it's really? not super glamorous, but so I was bouncing up until the time I was almost thirty. Where? And, uh, in Washington D.C. Okay. Yeah, all kinds of clubs in Washington D.C. I was all over. I was uh, I was uh, kind of one of those local guys. who was very well known. A lot of guys knew me because I was working at so many different clubs. And I started when I was seventeen. So I'd spent 13 years uh, working in the clubs in D.C. But anyway, I, I was 
uh, going on 30 and I had two kids and I, I could barely pay my bills. I just couldn't even support them. And I was kind of desperate and I was looking for an answer. And I thought, you know, there wasn't too much that I was cut out to be or that I was qualified to be, but I thought maybe I had a, a chance at pro wrestling because <laughs> I was just kind of a gym rat. I looked the part. I knew I was athletic. And then actually I went to try out and I failed miserably. <laughs> they taught, they told me to leave and never come back and I would never be a professional wrestler. <laughs> Yeah, and then that just kind of really just uh, it, it bothered me for about a week, and then I was just just kind of pissed off that somebody. Told Wait, there me. were open tryouts for pro wrestling. Yeah, it was something. It was uh, um, there was a company called WCW at the time. Yeah, I remember. Go, yeah. yeah, you could go and you could pay for to go in for a tryout, yeah. and they literally just ran me into the ground, kicked me out, and said, mm-hmm. "You don't come back." And it just uh, it broke my heart for a while, and then I just I think it was more pissed off that so, somebody told me I couldn't do something. I don't know. There's, I have that side of me. I just. I, so then what happened? So, what you next? so then I made, started making calls, and I had a buddy who helped me out, and we called it WWE, which was still WWF at the right. time. And they didn't have open tryouts, but they recommended a school. Uh, so I went and uh, trained at the school. It was the Wild Samoan. Uh, and these are relatives of, of the Rocks. Everybody knows who the Rock is, but yeah. they're his uncles. Uh, so I went and trained with them for about a year. And then I got to try out with the WWE, and they offered me a very low-paying contract. <laughs> but it was, you know, nonetheless, it was a contract, and that's how I started. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you think that being a bouncer, this is a little bit of a sidetrack, um, did it make? Does it? Did it make you kind of numb to? People like do you have a slow temper because because yeah. you get you I imagine you deal with so many wasted jerks yeah. and so you don't get you get I would think I don't know you but I think you get kind of right. like you don't get needled oh, easily no, sure yeah I think that's all I think that will all come down to someone's character you know that I think mm-hmm. at the root of their character as well because you know some people just are, are patient people. Yeah. And some people are just assholes, and they're always going to be assholes no matter what they deal with. You know, if they, they just don't have patience with people, uh, they're just always going to kind of fly off the handle no matter what. But you, I was always kind of a – I was always very – I don't know, a very shy person. I was always kind of withdrawn, and uh, I was never very assertive. Uh, so I just always had that kind of patient uh, side to me. Do you get road rage? No. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I think. Like, I think they're linked. Like, if you yeah. are dealing with – uh, like assholes on a nightly basis right. in DC right. for a long time. I would imagine you that it, yeah. yeah, that you can easily, which is a great quality. The mm. idea of being able to shrug off those those sort of I don't know. But here's the other <laughs> yeah. thing: I, I I can't picture anyone ever stepping up to him at a bar. Oh yeah, like I can't like if you're look, if you're looking at Dave and then, wait, you know, if you're did? a drunk guy, no no, 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 there's no way. I mean, it's it's look at him. There's no way. Who in yeah. their right mind would ever? Oh yeah, you, right? oh yeah, it happened. Yeah, it happened. I, I went to jail a few times for. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh. No, seriously, because I would you know get into fights at my because I wasn't you know I also grew up in you know, I'm I think at the, I, by nature, I'm a passive person, mm-hmm. uh, but I also grew up in the ghetto, <laughs> okay. so I learned how to fight. And I always had there was always that side to me. So um, I, I didn't have patience. You know, my patience only went so far. Right. Um, but yeah, I got in more than a few fights, and I usually um, I went to jail <laughs> at, the end of, wow. at the end of the night. Yeah, I think like three occasions I went to jail for getting in fights. Where I, places where I was working, you know. 
Yeah, you were doing your job, and that yeah, job, they still yeah. took you to jail, even though you're yeah, doing your job. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to no, me. No, but I end up there. Um, there was only one time when actually the charges stuck, and I uh, stuck, and I I went overboard a little bit, and it was because it was uh, it was just a bad situation. But mm-hmm. I went overboard, um, and I to the point of where one of the guys was on the ground, and I just kept on kicking him in the mm-hmm. face because I, I just lost it. Uh, so I, you know, I, I did my year on probation, whatever, paid some fines, and, mm-hmm. and it was what it was. That's an experience I haven't had yet, but I do wonder if it's in my future. <laughs> I do feel like just kicking. It, it would well, not that part, but I just feel like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I, I. I would. I don't know how to hit somebody yeah. at all. Yeah. I don't well, know. Maybe, how to well, maybe maybe uh, Dave later can show you how to throw a punch. Throw a punch. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I. I, f- I would it would break my hand before it hurt anybody else. No, I don't <laughs> think know? so. Yeah, I don't think so. Really, yeah, you believe yeah, in me, Dave? Yeah. But you know, it's so I funny. I could be a fighter. Man. Absolutely, I think anybody. You know, if you uh, put your heart, put your heart and soul in it, you can learn how to fight. Yeah, but I, I never felt good after fighting. Mm-hmm. No, like I always felt bad, no yeah. matter whether if whether it was I thought it was justified or not. I just always felt it mm-hmm. shouldn't have gone there. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't think anything really good comes out of physical mm-hmm. violence. That means that you're a really good person. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I just, yeah, I think... Uh, I think it's clearly evident. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I it's just true. never felt good about it. No matter whether whether I felt justified or not, I just mm-hmm. always felt like it just, I don't know, didn't make me feel good about myself. But rest, being a part of the wrestling world mm-hmm. did, because that's a different thing. There's an, that's Yeah, an that's just entertainment. That's, yeah. Right. yeah, it was entertainment. And most of the guys I worked with uh, I really liked, you know, there were a yeah. few guys that I didn't care for that I worked with. Uh, but usually you could tell in our right. matches, we bad chemistry. But a lot of the guys who I really had some of my best matches with um, were really good friends of mine. You know, Triple H, Undertaker, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. I've always wondered, like, when you're, when you're in the moment and you're pounding on them and you're, and you're actually, and this is one of your friends that you're, that you're hitting, you're in the ring and yeah. obviously you guys have had this discussion, you guys right. know what's, what's, what's going to happen. But right. when you're in the moment, you're still, this is still real. I mean, this is like you are, yeah. you are getting pounded. You are yeah. punching your friend. <laughs> you're, you are jumping from the top of the rope and landing on him. Yeah. And then afterwards, you know, you, you go, we go into the locker room, yeah. you give each other a hug, you're yeah. bloody and beaten right. up and, you know, you have right. sprains there and broke. And then, right. And then you just move on. And that's that's just yeah. always so. It's crazy it's a, to me. These are weird, your buddies. It's, yeah. a weird, it's a weird thing, man. But it's it's it, it's one of those things where it's like we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, we and at the end of the night, what we want is to give the fans a great match. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're after Absolutely. we're after the same thing. So it's just kind of a it's a give and take thing. And we're we are we're beating the hell out of each other, but we're not injuring each other. Right. Um, and we and we know what we want, and it's a give and take thing, you know. Um, I've gotten receipts from guys, and, <laughs> and I've given receipts because sometimes if you get a little, yeah. you go a little. Too of course, far. of course. Um, I actually got, you know, uh, Undertaker. We were at a WrestleMania. I think it was WrestleMania 23, and he had given me a receipt, and that just means kind of like payback thing. Yeah. And you know, he had given me a receipt from like months before. I was like, well, why tonight, man? Why'd you have to do? But he almost knocked me out. And he goes, that's for breaking my eardrum like three months ago. <laughs> I like, I but it's just one of those. I like that. It's all fun. A receipt. A yeah, receipt. A receipt. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, yeah we were, uh, we had Olivia Munn who's dating, um, she's this lovely actress, um, and she's dating Aaron Rodgers. And she was, we asked slightly sort of simil- a similar type question. And she was saying how Aaron is, it's really remarkable that he doesn't, take it home, mm-hmm. you know, because I think it, at some level you become 
such a professional that your emotions you take that part out yeah. of it yeah. and I I don't know I think that's mm-hmm. that's pretty remarkable. It's weird. I've met like some of the toughest guys in the world who are, who are also just some of the, the sweetest guys in the yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. Like some of the nicest guys I've ever met were just like, like legit badasses. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird how it works. So cool. Okay, so now we're gonna do a not so rapid fire, and we're okay. gonna start out. <laughs> we're gonna start out with a question. Right. Uh, that is might take you by surprise. Okay. Oh, before we do that, yeah. can, I mean, I, any, if anyone's wondering what oh. who the who's the, the giggling is in the oh. background, this is uh, my girlfriend Amy. <laughs> Amy, <laughs> sitting in. Amy's here. Here for the laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> Amy's here. Sim's awesome girlfriend. She came to Atlanta with us, and I just yeah, adore her I'm, so and much. She's been so she's been invaluable to the whole process, oh, and I. I She's blushing a little bit, yeah. which makes it look even hotter than she already does. And, and Shaq has a crush on you too. And, we'll, and you know, our, our audience has probably already heard that episode at this point. Um, okay, so this is not so rapid fire questions. Dave, would you rather have sex with a goat, but no one would ever find out, or not have sex with a goat, but everyone thinks you did? I'd rather not have sex with a goat, but everyone thinks you did. Yeah, I could live with that. There you go. I couldn't live with it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I could. But everyone thinks be, you did. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, as long I, as you know. As long as you I know. know that I did. Yeah. I, I admire that because I I'm so concerned about what other people think <laughs> that I'm I might. Well, it's different for a girl, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Anyway, and you know, Sim, what would you do? Oh, I'm I'm with Dave, 100. percent Yeah. There's no way I could. I can't. No. There's no everyone, way. Yeah. It, you know what? That's, Sim, my that's co- fine. My, my, my family loves to have sex with goats. My family that's will what... still love me. <laughs> my friends will still. I don't know. My friends probably won't think yeah. the same of me. But <laughs> but I know in my heart, deep down, that I never had sex with that goat. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You could. I right. could yeah. You guys, Imagine just right. living with the the thought. You couldn't do it. Can't it's do a it. really hot with, goat. Dave. Be, yeah, no. <laughs> it's the hottest goat you've ever seen. <laughs> Long hair. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, weirdest thing in your fridge. Do you have anything Um, weird in your fridge? No, not really. Mm, What about like exotic mustard or? Not even that. You know, what's in your fridge? What's in your fridge right now? You know, well, I don't. It's not weird. Um, What do you keep in your fridge? It's man. It's it's like super basic stuff, man. It's like eggs and diet cheese and. that's pretty healthy. I know. I don't yeah. have anything I have like that weird in my fridge. Six different types of almond butter. Well, I don't have anything that's weird. That's, that's pretty weird. That's is pretty, it weird? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Six different types. I mean, not in L.A., but like I guess you know. Flavors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything weird. I have uh, still have a bottle of champagne that a friend gave me like back in two thousand one. Okay, that's weird. Is it weird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's sentimental. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's like once you drink it, it's gone. I there don't, you go. can't bring myself to drink it. It must uh, be a really nice bottle. It's not that. It was just a special occasion, and it was just uh, the circumstances in right. which they gave it to me, and I just can't bring myself to drink it. Mm. Okay, I wonder if there might – there's going to be a moment, I predict, in the next five years right. when there, there will be an occasion special enough in your life that will be really personal – that maybe you can. I think that maybe um, I will break it out on my uh, first year anniversary. Oh, I love that oh. idea. Sure. Yeah. I okay. like that. Yeah. Um, do you have a reoccurring nightmare? Mm. No. 
No. No, I'm sorry. I'm so Lucky. boring. I feel no, boring. Chris, no, 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 no. I, I can't. Don't. It yeah. makes me crazy. Chris laughs in his sleep. All I have are <laughs> anxiety nightmare dreams of either drowning in the ocean or someone, we've talked about this before on the podcast, someone, uh, like a home invasion person, and I I run to the bathroom, I pick up the porcelain lid off the top of the, the toilet tank, uh-huh. and I smash them in the head with it. Um, <laughs> which I guess is like I guess I'm tapping into some kind that of is, something yeah. that I need to. Yeah. I do have. I I wake up every once in a while and I'm, I get paranoid. Or um, or do you ever have like a like a line like you don't have your lines memorized or you're late to set? I have that. No, I usually like to memorize my lines on the day of. So oh, that's good. Are you good with memorization? Um, no, I'm horrible. That's why I do it on the day of. So day of, so, <laughs> so it's easier. To- I guess that's the benefit yeah. of all the the long makeup. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. (laughs) Well, I usually look at my sides, and I can get the gist of it, and then I can go and I'll think about it. Then we usually rehearsal. By the the time we get to, you know, just shoot, uh, uh, we have a really strict... uh, Script supervisor on this one, he drives me nuts, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. For yeah. those of you who don't know, uh, a script supervisor is someone who is. It's uh, like the playground teacher of oh, movie man. sets. It's, a, it's it, like no he's, running. He's a sweetheart. I don't mean, I mean, a yeah. Bad, and it doesn't sound like a bad mouth. But right, he, but he's watching one word. all the details. Off, like if you're, right, right. He's <laughs> yeah. making sure that you say every he's, single yeah, line or, or if you miss something or if you're, if you're looking a different way or if you take a prop and put yeah. it somewhere, they're, they're, they're studying, they're looking at the monitor oh, and they're God. studying every little thing they to make are sure everything yes. is the same. Because yeah. when you're making a movie and you have different, you have to make sure everything cuts together and everything is seamless. Yeah. The continuity they're has to be the same. Like word Nazis, yeah. Yes. Like I wonder right. what their their everyday life is like. There, they just so anal about. Yeah, everything. I can't I know. even imagine. It's a, it's a, I never thought about that, but that's true. It's a, it's a tricky job, and they do tend to get under your skin. There's got to be like some type of characteristic that makes you be the good at detail that job. oriented. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. And that. they get. They, I mean, they sort of have part of the job is sort of be, being a little bit of the bad guy, like so the director yeah. can lean to them and be like, they did that, they mm-hmm. messed up. Mm-hmm. Go tell. Right. right. <laughs> so they don't have to, you know, the director doesn't have to do it. Um, yeah, no, I know. The script supervisor position. Yeah. It's a tricky one. Yeah. It's a tricky one. Um, okay, favorite animated Disney movie? Oh, man, I'm sorry. This is. Really and you could, not we can go back so. to your child, childhood. Um, Were you into like Fox and the Hound? Did you ever no. watch that? Or uh, if one of your kids, if, if they had a favorite Disney movie? Mm, no. No. God, I know I, I must have one. I just haven't. I, I haven't thought of that in fact. 
I'm freaking proud. Do you, okay, what yeah, about a movie yeah. from your childhood? It doesn't have to be animated yeah. or Disney, but what about a movie from your childhood like that you loved, you that you loved the watching? Or, yeah, oh, that you, God, the first movie. I've been going to the theater since I was a little, little kid. Um, um, animated. So this is it's I, like I, the I, slowest uh, rapid fire you've ever had. <laughs> no, it's not no. so rapid fire. It's We're doing no, great. I must have. Uh, I just can't think of it at all. What about action movie that you saw like in the 80s? An eighties action movie? Yeah. Um, Were you a fan of like Schwarzenegger, like Commando? What about no. Die Hard? What about Die Hard? When you saw Die, die Hard in the theater yeah. for the first time, you were the I only did, guy who didn't who doesn't like Die Hard. I'm, I'm, I was a weird kid. Like I remember sneaking into the uh, the movie theater when I was a little kid, and all my friends wanted to go see. Uh, See Porky's. They wanted to sneak in to see Porky's. This uh-huh. is way before any of your time. No, 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 no. 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 Yeah, we and know then, Porky's. Um, I wanted to go see Chariots of Fire. That's awesome. Like that's kind of was like I remember watching um, Godfather when I was a little kid. It was on TV and just being obsessed about it and just asking my mom question after question after question about it. Were you kind of fascinated with the gangster like the, or like the Italian mobster? All, all of the above. Yeah, the stories and the characters. And, and like just, the weird, the sense of family. So and the and, Yeah, yeah. And family loyalty. Yeah, and, that's going to drive me nuts about the Disney thing. I know I have a favorite Disney. You don't have yeah. to. I'm not well, even what's sure your, What's your favorite well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, uh, you know, I guess I love the Little Mermaid. I know? like the Lion King. That's I know, and uh, Toy Story Two is one of my favorites too. That's pretty great. Yeah, Toy Story Two. Why not Toy Story One? Oh, I love them both. <laughs> They're both. See, great. I feel like you're a little old to love Toy Story Two. No, no, so no. 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 It's Sorry, don't mean to mock everyone. you, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I do love those movies. Okay, what did you get uh, in trouble for as a kid? Oh, everything. Yeah, I, everything. I was doing always, I was not a great kid, but I didn't have a lot of supervision. So I was always, uh, I was a kid who was, would sneak out of the house a lot. Um, Did you, would you lie to, because I lied to my parents. Oh, yeah, this is way, it was way beyond that. <laughs> but but I, would, so, I would sneak out right. and lie, like, so, I was just, a, I was a lying kid, like, because they were really strict, yeah. I don't know, but. So in San, so I grew up back and forth between San Francisco and Washington D.C. Um, my mom moved out to San Francisco, San Francisco when I was very young. Um, so we would do things like um, sneak out of the house and go down to watch the hookers. We like to watch the hookers. Yeah, who doesn't um, want to watch? I want to watch the hookers. <laughs> uh, stuff like that, and we're you know around a bunch of thugs, man. We we're always like stealing stuff and. Stealing this, stealing that, and the police would pick us up, and my mom would have to come get us and beat the hell out of me, and uh, just stuff like that. What was? Can you tell? Can you tell us like a couple of things that you stole? You don't have to say. Oh, the worst you know, it's kid stuff. You know, yeah. we, uh, like a bike, bikes, and yeah, we were. You know, we'd go to other kids' house, and you know, we'd, we'd be their friends. And we'd go in and, and rob them. <laughs> it yeah. sounds so horrible, but yeah, I mean, and this is when I was a really little kid, so we weren't. You know, what we were stealing is stuff like. Uh, Sweatsuits and stuff like that, sure. stuff we couldn't af- afford. Sure. I know that sounds so no, it heady, doesn't. But that's kind of you know, it's stuff like that. Part of becoming an adult, though, is that you start to develop a sense of empathy. Yeah. You, but when you're a kid, you don't. You truly just don't have yeah. that part developed in your brain very well. So you you aren't thinking like, how is this kid going to feel when yeah. he realizes that you know his yeah. his. Sneakers are gone or whatever. Right. And that's and that's how it was. I mean, we were because there was stuff we couldn't afford, man. Stupid stuff, video games and sweatsuits and bikes and stupid stuff like that, man. It sounds so ridiculous now, but when we were little kids, I mean, it was like, yeah. I was, I was, yeah, I was kind of, I, I wasn't as, I wasn't as like naughty as 
some of my friends and stuff, but I was, um, I definitely presented myself as a good kid to my parents, but they didn't know for a long time, kind of like (laughs) the stuff that I was doing. Like what? I don't know, like smoking weed and like going to keggers and like, but that's normal stuff. Yeah, but my parents, my parents. Of course, so, I, I know your, your parents, parents well. Yeah, both, of course, absolutely. We grew up with really, yeah. really strict parents, yeah. and but that, it, which is good in one sense, because you, you know, you have to be strict. Yeah. But at the same time, it also made me into a liar. Like I, could, <laughs> I couldn't like be open to my mom and be like, it made, and right. it made the bad things right. feel more delicious. Right. It's you know. so weird how you're products of your environment, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You know, like uh, your type of trouble, like lying to your parents wasn't like my type of trouble, you know, because right. my, I didn't, my parents weren't around. I didn't have any, yeah. you know, yeah. real supervision, you know, so we were out on the streets actually committing crimes when I was very young. But for whatever reason, that made you also, that turned into a drive to make you a self-made person. Yeah, it, it definitely did. Was there a turning but, point? Was there one particular incident, or was there something that kind of where where you were young and you decided, you know what, I I want to be, I want to be the best version of myself that I can be. And there, this is what I'm you gonna know, do. there is one defining moment in my life, oddly enough, and it's weird because you know when I was growing up, I was like I said, I grew up a lot in San Francisco, and I was a huge 49ers fan. And I think it was like uh, it was '88. I think it was '88 and '89 season of. Uh, Football season, and I watched uh, Cincinnati 49er Super Bowl. One of the best Super Bowls of all time. I watched it in jail, and I was in jail, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? And that was when I really made a conscious decision. Like, I, I can't do this anymore. It's gonna wow. And I, was, and, it, and I didn't just snap out of it and not get in it, but it, that was like a real defining moment in my life because I think I was, you know, just uh, – my later teens, early twenties, whatever. I think later teens when I just, I said, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to end up there, and I and I knew that it was. I didn't belong there. Yeah, you know? but I think it was even years later when I finally was desperate enough to actually start. You know, trying to make. You know, find a career. That's awesome, though. That That's is. a really inspiring story. It was a. It was a long road. It wasn't like a short. Like a. Just right. made up my mind. I'm going to do it's, this. It's, and, you know, and you know, I know Anna has mentioned this before, um, but you know, you talk about success and and achieving the type of success that you have achieved, mm. or your husband Chris Pratt has achieved, mm. and people like to believe that it's an overnight success, but it's not. Yeah. You know, right. He go- has some great stories. <laughs> oh, he is the best. I know, and because he grew up, I mean. He, you know, he, he, we, I grew up, we were poor at times and then we were middle class, but we certainly had no connections to like the entertainment industry at all. So I have my, every, every person uh, has a, especially in the entertainment industry has a very unique story of mm-hmm. how, because there is no set way to, right. to gain, to, to get, become successful in this industry. Um, and uh, anyway, but yeah, Chris has amazing stories. I'm gonna yeah. let him when we tell when that we finally day. do our Chris Pratt podcast, which we've been I know waiting we'll on him. for a little bit. <laughs> let him tell. Well, he's a big star now. You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get him. Do you think he'll say he yes? Can, he can, he, <laughs> he's all booked up for I know. the next two years. I know. <laughs> Okay, so when you're at the end of an unbelievably exhausting workout, 
What's the song that really pushes you to bench that 500 pounds or whatever I've, it is? Like, I've been listening to the same playlist. Really? Workout playlist oh, for years. Okay. Let's, okay. let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's, a, it's the same one I've been listening to. I listen to it every workout. Um, and it's old, it's old school hip hop. It's a lot of Public Enemy. It's Wu Tang. Uh, it's it's stuff like that. Man. A lot of it's Method Man. It's that you know. Um, who who are the really who is the really raunchy guy? <laughs> uh, I know they're all kind of raunchy, but who am I thinking of? Uh, too short. Too, too short? short. Too short. And yeah, what what, what, what band? Too short. Wait, I don't Do know. Do you guys know? Entire- yeah. I don't. I'm hesitant. I say a lot of nasty oh, you're words. Oh, about Two Live Crew. Yeah, but yeah. I'm also talking about. Okay, you guys know I've said the word. I'm just hesitant to say this because this is might be one of the more offensive things, and I, you guys know I'm not afraid of being offensive. But it involves the word pussy. <laughs> I'm at such a loss right now. Okay, Dave okay, and okay, I okay, and okay. Amy were. I'm not, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go here. I'm not gonna go here. No, I'd love for it, you to try and take us there because we have no, no idea what you're talking about. Curiosity is I don't like, want to because it's, it's all I got was too short and I got pussy. And I don't know where <laughs> to go from there. Remember too short? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I think anyway, so. Okay, then no, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't remember gonna him being like overly raunchy though. I mean, it's pretty. There's a song. I'll sing it for you later. Okay. I'm not brave enough. That I can't wait to see. I'm worried, I'm worried if I start attempt it, I'm going to get so many people mad at me. Okay. And I'm usually not too worried about that, Dave. But okay. uh, but with this song, I am. Anyway, I used to sing it with my girlfriends, and I'm really embarrassed that I used to do that. Okay, so moving on to the next question. We only have two more. Well, three more. And then, uh, okay. Uh, is there an insect or an animal that really freaks you out and would maybe make you squeal if you were alone? Um. Probably not squeal, but I'm, yeah, I'm not really a fan of spiders. Yeah. I don't uh, dig I'm not them, either. Man. They're just creepy, and I don't Do know. Do you kill them if you see them? No, I usually, you know, get you them. You let like, them out? Yeah. I love so you, Dave. <laughs> I love you, because I'm, I'm a fan of spiders. Pushing them out with paper or something, yeah. But I, they creep me out. I just don't like them. I lo- I'm a big fan of spiders, yeah, like and uh, and I always take them outside. Yeah. Well, you're a big fan of bugs overall. Bugs overall. Yeah. Although, I, like cockroaches, because I grew up in the Northwest, we don't really have a ton of cockroaches there. Right. They they freak me out a little bit, because they're so skittery. You know, yeah. they just really yeah. like... Cockro- cockroaches are pretty gross. And, and I I'd say rats, there. too. Yeah. Rats still give me a little shock. Rats are, yeah. My wife had pet rats when she was young. She's, she's a little different. Yeah, but they're supposed to be great pets because they're supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, she like, said there. She goes on and on about how smart they are. Yeah, um, yeah, but no rat. You're not going to have any rats. No, 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 we got dogs. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't last. We All have right. three dogs. Um, okay, would you rather give up toilet paper or toothpaste? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, I think I can make do without toothpaste. I guess we yeah. should have qualified this because you could probably still use floss and mouthwash. Yeah, plus and, you know, baking soda. It's always got this a substitute. But yeah, if you, are there's you, no substitute for to- for toilet paper. I guess I mean, you I could guess. just bidet it. Be, you know, <laughs> if, it yeah, town. well, if can you're I, lucky I, enough to have a bidet, can absolutely. Can I talk to you guys Japanese though toilet. about the bidet? Do you have yeah, one of those Japanese? No, I don't. Oh, you don't. But I've been to Japan, so I'm okay. familiar. They're awesome. They are awesome. Yeah. But can we talk about the bidet? Sure. Why you can't really. Sit on it. Why didn't they make a more comfortable not, seating arrangements? Yeah. Like they don't the really want you to get relaxed. Yeah. I've had one in, in my old house. I had one and I never used it because it's just a rim. It's just a hard yeah, rim with the water fountain. Yeah. I don't know whether to face forward right. or backward. Yeah. Like, yeah. I haven't figured the whole thing out at all. <laughs> yeah, just Japanese toilet. It was like the best. You have a ever. Japanese well, toto. Yeah. Oh, you guys do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it was, that was a dream. It doesn't. It, so it, it it warms the seat warms up. Right. Oh wait, as you as you enter the bathroom, uh, like the the lid lifts right, up, right. and and then the seat warms up, and right. there's like a bunch of controls with like different mm-hmm. like temperature. It washes water, you. Wa- yeah, it dries you. It washes you all over if you'd right. like. Right. It dries you all over if you'd like. It's a miracle, and then it cleans itself. My first tour to <laughs> to Japan. Uh, years and years ago, but we went over as a crew to, uh, to wrestle. And I swear to God, when we, so we all showed up at the hotel, we all came back uh, to get on the bus to go to the show. And you never heard like 30 more excited guys. <laughs> 30 guys, I mean, big, big men talking about, you know, how great the toilets are. Yeah, it's pretty, I know. It's, yeah. it's, it is awesome. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why it has It's a guy thing. Guys of, love, I mean, it's not just I, a guy I, thing. Really? You, you love it too. Oh, of course. Okay. But, but, well, yes, but guys, I know, I'm sure for lots of different reasons, love the Japanese toilet. <laughs> we won't explore that right now. But uh, let's just say the water does shoot all over. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, oh, that might be hey, Christopher. We, so that's, so you're, we're, we're staying at Chris's house right now. Yes. And, and it has this strange security system. So you might hear that from time to time. And every time a door opens, yeah. you'll hear that. What do you what do you hear? Can you do it? Um main entrance door. <laughs> Something like that. So we might hear that a few times to your listeners. Um okay, so anyway, yeah, Japanese toilets, they really need to they we got to get we got to we got to work this out in the states. They need to become like a mainstay of I agree. I completely agree with you. The newly built yeah. home like yeah. should just become like as basic as a water heater. Um. Wow. Okay. I'm still um, trying to think of my favorite Disney. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's probably okay. that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's probably somebody else. That's not Chris. Um. Oh yeah. Don't worry about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna obsess over it now. Don't worry. Don't, don't worry about it. Um. Okay. Over the years, professional wrestlers mm. have given themselves incredible names and nicknames. Mm. For example, people called you the Animal. Mm-hmm. Other great wrestling names are Jimmy Superfly Snooka. Right. Snooka. 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 Yeah. 
uh, The Ultimate Warrior, Sergeant Slaughter, Jim the Anvil, Nightheart. Nightheart, yeah. thank you. Just name a few. Yeah. <laughs> this is a question that Sim wrote. <laughs> um, I would also like to, I would, I want to have my own wrestling name, Azana Ferris. Mm. So I'm going to give you three choices okay. for my wrestling name. Will you pick your favorite? Or you could come up with your own. Okay. Um, a, Anna the Spider Monkey Ferris. <laughs> B, the Leech. I'll suck your blood. <laughs> C, the wine press. And my special move is, I'll stomp on your grapes and make wine out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, those are pretty bad. <laughs> By the way, the last one is Chris's. The last one's Chris's. I like Spider Monkey because I have been known to Spider, Spider Monkey. Spider Monkey would be the only one that I would, it seems like a real. Later on, I might Spider Monkey you. Spider Monkey, yeah. Would you be okay with that? I would shorten it up just to spider. Spider. Because yeah. I do like spiders. Spider Ferris. Yeah. Yeah. What all right. Think? I like it too. Okay. So you are now Spider Ferris? Spider. Yeah, I'm just then a spider. Like your, your finishing move can be like the monkey something. Yeah. The monkey, nice. monkey stomp. Let's just put them all together. So you are the, the spider. Wait. Is it, so you're Anna, the spider Ferris, and your signature move is the monkey stomp. It sounds good to me. But what, see, what I have to do is because my only move is mm. like, let's say you're just talking casually right. over there right. with Chris or right. Sim or Amy or something, and I just run really fast from across the room right. and I just leap on you. I'd be afraid. It's <laughs> 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 a surprise. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like an alien, the first alien when I think yeah. you just run and just yeah. stick on your face. Yeah. yeah. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't know when I'm coming. You're not even in the ring. No, nope, that's just my move. Right <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so now uh we also now we have one more quick game okay. uh for you that Sim is going to introduce. Okay, so well we have a quick first. game we want to play with you, Dave. Right. Um so if you look at the WWE and its history, right. There have been some wild personalities saying some crazy things. Yeah. So we've set up a game where Anna will read something that was said by a WWE wrestler. Mm-hmm. You are going to tell us who the wrestler is, okay. and it's multiple choice. Well, gotcha. uh, you know what? I should say, if you feel like you already know the answer before mm-hmm. we read the choices. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. So you can request multiple choice, mm. or you can just say the answer if you think you know what it is. Gotcha. Okay. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. Ric Flair. The answer is Ric Flair. Nature Boy. <laughs> Nature Boy Ric Flair. Yeah, Amazing. My mentor. I am the game, and I am that Triple damn H. good. <laughs> the answer is Triple H. This is, a real, yeah. this is not difficult at all for you, is Sorry. it? Give me a hell yeah. Oh, Austin, so cool. Yeah. Dang. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. It's more like, ooh, ooh yeah. Randy yeah. Macho Man Savage. Oh, boy. Uh, Cut the music. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, out-of-shape sweat hogs to keep the noise down while I take my robe off and show all the ladies what a real man is supposed oh, to look like. Rick Rude. Ravishing Rick Rude was my favorite. Okay, so I was telling Anna about Ravishing Rick Rude because she wasn't familiar. But but this is, this is a guy, Anna and Amy, this is a guy where... After he would win the match, he would bring like this planted lady, like a hot girl, from the audience, pull her up into into a, Bobby. I don't know if Bobby he, Bobby Heenan might have been his manager. Yeah. Bobby Heenan or someone would pull the girl up into the ring, where where he would make out with her, and then she would faint every single time. 
she would faint. It was the funniest thing ever. And as a kid watching that, I'm like, oh my God, he really did that? How does he keep doing that? Every time he kisses a girl, she faints? Uh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. It was, uh, back then, I mean, it was wild back then. They were, you know, they were like rock stars back then. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. One last one. You make me sick. Coming up here one week, sucking up to Triple H. Coming up the next week, sucking up to sucking up to her. Leaning a little closer and just drooling her a little more. I mean, I hate to break your heart, but I think Steph's been drooled on before. Actually, I think Steph's been drooled on a lot. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> <laughs> you got them yeah. all right. That was uh, to Randy, right? Impressive. That was to um, that was to uh, 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 Stephanie McMahon and yeah. uh, Heyman, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah I thought it was. Right. It was during uh, uh, WrestleMania 30. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That must have been so fun. Yeah. No, it was. And that's that's what I loved about it. That's what I miss about it. But, yeah, it's kind of different times, you know? Yeah. is it? Because I, I never followed it as a kid. Mm. Is it drastically different now? Yeah, it's it's very much uh, it's very much a family-friendly show now. It was a little risque mm-hmm. uh, back when, when I started. Um it was, I think, much more, much more edgy, much more fun, much more violent. Mm. Uh, they've really c- tried to uh, tone that down a bit to make it more family because it's so corporate now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. But I don't think it's uh, just not what I fell in love, with, not the business I fell in love with. You know. Yeah. So, so then you had to I, go on I, to the movie business. Yeah, that's that, all. <laughs> that wasn't completely the reason I left, but the reason, you know, the, the, the real reason I left, the total reason I left, is because they were, you know, when you're under contract with them, you're really exclusive to them. And they were doing films and stuff at the time, but they just uh, they didn't include me at all. And I thought that I should be given the opportunity to audition outside of the company, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't give me that. So that's that's why I left. Yeah, I wanted to fight and I wanted to to do, do films. Yeah, yeah, because I remember there was a time where um, the WWE had their own movies, like mm-hmm. I think John Cena. They still, Danica, yeah, yeah, they still do. they still do. Yeah, and but I feel like you know what. You're doing just fine right now. I'm doing all oh, right. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing okay. Yeah, it was a hard three years, but uh, you know, I didn't work, but you know, yeah, I'm doing okay. Guardians uh, just opened doors for me. Um, so now we move on, Dave, mm. to a portion where we call a person a stranger. Okay. Yeah, and right. I don't know. Sim knows what the okay. relationship question is going to be. Oh God. 